Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We now turn to Leo Weekly, Louisville's privately owned urban alternative weekly newspaper. I'm Bruce Holzman. Please keep in mind that Leo may contain sensitive subject matter, so listener discretion is advised. We begin with the edition dated Wednesday, May 11th. As a reminder, Radio I is a reading service intended for listeners who are blind or have other disabilities that make it difficult to read printed materials. Next. Leo endorses Shamika Parrish Wright for Louisville Mayor by Leo Weekly. When Shamika Parrish Wright visited Leo's office back in March for our mayoral candidate interviews, she told a story of door knocking and speaking with a man who worked full time and made enough money to pay his mortgage, but couldn't afford utilities and at the time had them turned off. She used the story of that interaction to highlight that across the city, in every neighborhood, there are people on the edge of housing insecurity. As someone who has experienced homelessness herself, she spoke of how most people are a bad break or two from facing hardship, and how Louisville needs to increase access to affordable housing and public services, such as programs for home ownership, house repair, rental assistance throughout the city, because most of us are susceptible to falling on hard times. In every end of our city, someone is struggling, she said. The more she spoke, the more it was apparent that story was just a microcosm of how she has a unique and direct understanding of the sometimes concealed challenges that people face in our city on a daily basis. Parrish Wright is running as the candidate for the people, and she highlights her many years in public service as proof. Parrish Wright might be most well known for her work with the Bail Project, a nonprofit that helps people who cannot afford bail, where she was up until recently the operations manager and currently serves as the partnerships and advocacy manager. She has also been involved in organizations such as the Kentucky Alliance Against Racist and Political Repression, Kentucky Jobs with Justice, La Casita Center Board, Continuum of Care Board of the Homeless Coalition, the Carl Braden Memorial Center, Louisville Books to Prisoners Program, Justice Now, and Sowers of Justice Network. Parrish Wright has been a human relations commissioner for the city. Parrish Wright is also an activist who has protested against police brutality and racial injustice. As someone who has both worked within the government and stood with the people, she says she also wants to strengthen the connection between the two. During her time at Leo's office, she spoke about how the position of mayor is primarily a management position, not only responsible for delegating duties, but making sure that the people sitting on boards and in positions of power are a diverse group that are reflective of the city. She spoke of streamlining ways for more people to get involved. 
Parish Rights Progressive Platform includes empowering residents to be able to create the solutions for their own neighborhoods, police accountability, anti-violence programs, support for unions, funds for environmental projects, and other forward-thinking proposals. For these reasons, Leo has decided to endorse Shamika Parish Wright for mayor. For far too long, Louisville leadership has more focused on becoming the next Nashville and aggressive development than on its people and problems. Our city has deep scars that come from decades of injustice, while politicians have maintained the status quo. It's time to elect someone who falls outside the general archetype of wealthy business person turned politician, someone who aligns more with the working class. And that person is Shamika Parrish Wright, someone who can build with the people and manage the city's fiscal needs. I'm inclusive. I build bridges, Parrish Wright told Leo. I also live all of the issues. There is no issue that any mayoral candidate is running on that I haven't been impacted by, that I haven't lived, and I haven't fought for on a social justice level. So I feel like we need a new direction. Leo agrees. Next, we asked congressional candidate Morgan McGarvey what his three biggest issues are. Here's what he said by Morgan McGarvey. Almost 11 years ago today, my wife Chris was pregnant. I was terrified when her water broke 14 weeks early and was awestruck when, 10 days later, she gave birth to our beautiful twins, Clara and Wilson. Each baby weighed less than two pounds and they stayed in the NICU for months. We spent countless hours there as well, sleeping in uncomfortable hospital chairs and worrying in hallways. We just wanted our babies to survive and come home safe. In the midst of our twins battling for their lives, Chris and I had to go to war ourselves with our insurance company. They didn't want to cover the life-saving nutrients that extremely low birth weight babies need in order to survive. We were lucky that eventually our babies came home healthy. But once we had made it through that ordeal, Chris and I promised that we would do whatever we could to ensure that other families didn't have to go through a similar fight during the most terrifying moments of their lives. Three months later, my state senator retired. I ran for a seat in a four-way primary and I won. In my first year in office, I authored a law that requires insurance companies to cover life-saving nutrients for premature babies. It was the first bill I passed into law and the first new insurance mandate in over 20 years in Kentucky. It was also a reminder that the government can be a force for good and that good policy has a real impact. Since taking office in 2012, I have continued to serve Louisville and all of Kentucky in the same way, by standing firm on my progressive values in a chamber controlled by conservative Republicans, while also building coalitions to win real policy gains that help people in their everyday lives. Today, I'm running for Congress to bring that same leadership to Washington. I continue to serve as a legislator because I believe that government can be a force for good in people's lives. I'm running for Congress to work to solve the challenges that our city, state, and country face. I'm running to expand quality, affordable health care to every American. I believe health care is a basic human right.
The Affordable Care Act brought health insurance coverage to over 440,000 Kentuckians for the first time. I've talked to people whose lives changed because they could finally afford to go to a doctor. They've told me what a game changer it's been for their families that they've been able to take care of themselves. That's why we have to build on the success of the ACA and work toward a single-payer health care system like Medicare for All. Every Kentuckian should be able to regularly see a doctor, access affordable prescription medication, and survive a catastrophic health event without risking financial ruin. No one should receive a diagnosis and have to worry about going bankrupt or be forced to choose between their prescription medications and paying for groceries. It is time to broaden our concept of public education from K-12 to age 3 through 20. Every child in America should have access to pre-K instruction, and every high school graduate should have access to free community college. My wife and I are products of public schools. Our kids go to public schools, and I've spent the entirety of my time in Frankfurt championing the interests of our hard-working teachers and public school employees. I know what it means to fight for education access. I was, I was elected leader of the Senate Democrats when Matt Bevin was our governor, and I led the fights in Frankfurt against his conservative anti-teacher agenda, especially the fight to prevent Bevin's illegal gutting of the teacher retirement system. I'm proud to have the backing of the Jefferson County Teachers Association, the KEA, and the NEA in my campaign for Congress. There's more work to do. We must guarantee that every child has access to the transformative tools of education, regardless of their zip code. We must sufficiently fund our public universities to make them affordable for all Americans. And now more than ever, our teachers and public education employees who have taken care of our loved ones and risked their own health and safety during the pandemic deserve our gratitude and a raise. We have to act now to address the existential threat of climate change so that future generations have a livable planet. The UN released a report this spring titled, Now or Never. As a father of three young kids who will inherit the planet we leave behind, I am running for Congress to make sure we act now. Our children deserve to live in a world that isn't haunted by ever more frequent natural disasters like last December's tornadoes that devastated Western Kentucky. They deserve better. We all deserve better. That's why I support extensive federal investment to overhaul our energy system and dramatically increase our use of renewable energy through wind and solar tax credits, incentive structures for investor-owned utilities, and forgivable loans for rural electric cooperatives to get out of coal-related debt and invest in renewable sources of power. Governor Bashir has done a fantastic job of attracting over $7 billion of economic investment in Kentucky for battery manufacturing that will make Kentucky a national hub for the technology that will power our transportation systems transition to electric vehicles. Congress needs to act to build on that success. Across these issues and others, I believe that it is the federal government's duty to address the racial wealth gap and the racial health gap between white communities and black and brown communities, racial disparities in our economy, our criminal justice system, housing, health outcomes, banking, 
voter participation, and more are all the result of centuries of racist policies in the United States, from slavery to poll taxes, to redlining, to Jim Crow voting laws. Problems created by bad policy need policy solutions. In my decade as, as a legislator, I have learned that the two most powerful phrases in a government are, I don't know, and what do you think? I have spent my career as a public servant never backing down from the hardest fights in Frankfurt while working with communities, listening to constituents, and building coalitions to get big things done. I will take that same approach to my role in Congress. To get there, I'm asking for your vote on May 17th. Morgan McGarvey is the, currently the minority floor leader of the Kentucky legislature. Next, we asked congressional candidate Attica Scott what her three biggest issues are. Here's what she said by Attica Scott. Women, if the soul of the nation is to be saved, I believe that you must become its soul. A quote by Coretta Scott King. Has there been a time in the history of this nation that women were not under attack? Whether it was the women who shepherded free people to freedom during enslavement, the nearly 100-year fight for women's suffrage, the immigrant women who have literally had their breastfeeding babies ripped from their arms, the transgender women whose brutal murders have gone unsolved, McGarvey today when the right to an abortion is under attack. If we must center our conversation around the three most pressing issues Louisville and the nation is facing, we must center women who are increasingly in need of unemployment insurance benefits, child care assistance, elder care assistance, who carry an overwhelming amount of stu student loan debt, and who are most underrepresented in political office where the decisions on all these issues are being made. Poverty is painfully real in Louisville. I know. I grew up in the projects of Beecher Terrace where government food commodities fed our family. As a Louisville Metro Councilwoman, I was the primary sponsor of a bill to raise the minimum wage. When it passed, Louisville became the first southern city to raise the $7.25 poverty wage. I'll continue that charge in D.C. by supporting a $15 federal minimum wage, which is the floor and supporting universal basic income measures, which I sponsored as a state representative and supported a pilot program that was recently launched in Louisville. I support extending the refundable child tax credit so that families get a chance to thrive, as well as investing in the tenant-based rental assistance account and other public policies that address affordable housing for people on fixed incomes. We must do our part to get people into housing who are seeking shelter and support people who are living in the West End, who are fearful of gentrification from the tax increment financing district that was created during the 2021 legislative session. I filed a rent control bill at the request of residents who were seeking policy band-aids on a bill that was passed without their input. As a Louisville Metro Council member, I championed the ban the box legislation that would remove questions about felonies from job applications so that folks have a chance at a job and can answer those questions during the job interview. We need this kind of second chance legislation at the federal level. Healthcare is a human right that doesn't often extend to people living in poverty in our city. 
For years, I suffered with endometriosis. I was able to eventually get the needed surgery to alleviate lifelong pain. I'm grateful to have had insurance that covered what would have been an astronomical bill. But there are far too many people who are uninsured and must foot expensive medical bills. In Congress, I will boldly support Medicare for All and the Momnibus Bill. We must connect the intersectionality of our environmental, financial, mental, and physical health. And that is why I've sponsored the Maternal Care Act in our state legislature to address institutional and systemic racism in healthcare, as well as legislation to require Medicaid reimbursement for doula support services for pregnant people and doula support for pregnant women who are incarcerated. Racial justice is one of the reasons that I believe we must engage in a radical transformation of government in the United States. We must dismantle the institutions and systems that were never designed with the thought of women in political leadership or black, Asian, Latinx, indigenous, or other people of color in political power or people who grew up in or are currently living in poverty. We desperately need bold agendas because the status quo won't save us. Congress's role in advancing racial justice for black and indigenous people is to implement policy that removes barriers and access to jobs, education, and affordable housing, codify anti-discrimination into law at the federal level, like with the Crown Act, and hold systems accountable when they fail. We must hold police accountable at the congressional level with the George Floyd Justice in Policing Act. No person deserves immunity from murder, which is why we must end qualified immunity and demand that officers who kill unarmed people are fired, arrested, and charged with those murders. We must completely ban no-knock warrants. I championed this legislation in the Kentucky General Assembly and supported Lexington in its successful efforts to ban no-knock warrants and will champion this ban in Congress. I believe that every neighborhood from the East End to the South End to the West End needs the social safety net that exists for the wealthy, access to mental health and addiction services, and financial security. I support ending extreme partisan gerrymandering, especially after the General Assembly totally wiped out the district that I serve from the West End of Louisville, passing the John Lewis Voting Rights Act and creating term limits to encourage new generations of leadership to engage in political activity. As a public servant, I have fought for policies that will uplift everyone across Kentucky. The experiences of the past few years have shown me that we can't wait for justice and transformative change at every level of government. We cannot continue to accept the status quo if we're going to see real progress. Washington has the power to allocate to communities the resources that people need to thrive. We need public servants with the courage and political will to fight for us. I am that leader. Our campaign is about building a community where we all win. I believe in an inside-outside partnership between elected officials and our communities. We need folks on the outside who are agitating for change on the inside. 
That's how I started. I am a community activist and organizer who continues to advocate for change. It is the communities that I am on the front lines with that encourage me to turn my protest into policy and my leg legwork into legislation. Most of the bills that I have championed have been at the request of grassroots groups. This is the work I'll continue in Congress for the people of Kentucky. Our campaign is people-powered and not funded by an ungodly amount of cryptocurrency dark money. I'm very direct with voters about what I'm motivated to do in Congress. You know what I'll do, you know how I'll lead, and you know how to reach me. Attica Scott is currently a state representative. Next, Donald Trump endorses Thomas Massey despite past insults by Scott Recker. A little more than two years after calling Kentucky Representative Thomas Massey a third-rate grandstander who should be thrown out of the Republican Party, former President Donald Trump has endorsed the 4th District Representative who is seeking re-election in 2022. While Trump lashed out at Massey back in the March of 2020 for attempting to force a recorded vote on a COVID relief package, the 45th president, who now tries to play kingmaker, has apparently softened his opinion. In an endorsement statement posted to his website today, Trump called Massey a first-rate defender of the Constitution. Congressman Thomas Massey is a conservative warrior for Kentucky's 4th Congressional District, an MIT graduate and a first-rate defender of the Constitution. Thomas fights hard to protect your liberties, especially the First and Second Amendments, which are under siege by the radical left, the statement read. Strong on the border and our military and vets, Thomas Massey has my complete and total endorsement. Kentucky's 4th District Republican Party is shaping up to be one of the most bizarre races in the country. Massey, a Tea Party conservative who once compared restaurant vaccine mandates to the Holocaust, has some competition, maybe not in terms of political wit, but on the front of people who do things that are completely off the rails. Alyssa Dara McDowell, who is best known for rush, rushing the stage at a GOP watch party to falsely tell the crowd that Matt Bevin was elected governor before being escorted away, filed to run for the seat. The cartoonish George fucking Washington is also running. He seems like a Saturday Night Live character, but you know, actually dangerous. So far, his campaign has revolved around making videos where he pours what appears to be piss on models of the Capitol building. But the most disappointed candidate has to be Claire Worth, who has built her entire campaign challenging Massey to revolve around how she's a Trump-like Republican. In a campaign video, Worth wears a MAGA hat that says, just like President Trump, I built a real estate empire and now I'm building on his mission to save America. We can't keep sending the same spineless career politicians to Washington and expecting different results. What Donald Trump showed the world is that nothing scares a corrupt politician more than a conservative outsider. After Trump endorsed Massey, Worth put out a message on social media saying, when we win, it won't be because we had to be endorsed. It will be because we earned it. 
I am so grateful to serve a mighty Savior Jesus, who even in our most difficult moments never gives up on the people he loves. I will never betray the constituency the way establishment has betrayed us time and time again. In related news, Trump also endorsed representatives Hal Rogers, Andy Barr, James Comer, and Brett Guthrie from Kentucky. Next, from the food and drink section, Trifecta, a pizza burrito salads concept on Brownsboro Road, appears to close by Kevin Gibson. Trifecta, the pizza burrito salads concept that opened last year on Lower Brownsboro Road, has closed. The building, located at 1791 Brownsboro, was a daycare before Trifecta converted it to a fast casual restaurant that was largely a build-your-own concept. With a salad station, pizza station, and burrito and taco station, in recent months it had added other menu items such as a fried chicken sandwich. However, the property was listed for sale in early March and apparently a buyer has been found. That or the owner found another location prior to a sale. While a marquee in front of the restaurant as recently as last week listed specials and such, one day it went blank, and in recent days the sign was changed with a message that ended with, Thanks, Clifton. Trifecta's website shows the Brownsboro Road address still, and the restaurant's official Facebook page has gone unchanged since February 2nd. I had several meals there, having tried the pizza, tacos, burritos, and burrito bowls. All were, at the very least, solid. In the recent visits, I had focused on the carnitas, tacos, and burritos, although I would sneak in a slice of pepperoni pizza at times as well. I was always satisfied. My only complaint about the place was that it was a bit confusing to navigate. There were multiple points of sale, and first-timers could easily be confused to the point of going elsewhere. The, bus the busiest I ever saw the place was a few months ago at lunchtime when the dining room was roughly half full. Here's hoping Trifecta will land on its feet and reopen in a more lucrative location. Next, some things to do in Louisville this week for $5 and under. On Thursday, May 12th, the trestle at Pope Lick Creek at Carbon Copy. Pay what you can, it's at 7.30 p.m. You may experience a spark of familiarity with the title of this play. It's not about Louisville, but it did debut at the Actors Theater of Louisville's Festival of New American Plays. In a rural town during the Great Dep Depression, two teens devise a plan to race across a trailway trestle against an oncoming train. Martin French directs this production of the play, which runs through May 17th. Admission is pay what you can, but donations are encouraged. On Friday, May 13th, the Mount Washington Spring Festival. It's at downtown Mount Washington. There's no cover, and it's from 4 to 10 p.m. Head south of Louisville to Mount Washington for a community spring festival with carnival rides, over 100 booths, live music, karaoke, and a Lions Club fish fry. Also on Friday the 13th, Old Louisville Live, The Crashers, at Central Park. It's free from 8 to 10 p.m. The outdoor Old Louisville Live concert series returns to picturesque Central Park. First up is the iconic Louisville cover band, The Crashers.
And lastly, on Friday, halfway to Halloween Silent Disco at the Fall City Brewing Company. It's $5 for headphones and runs from 9 p.m. to midnight. Can't wait for Halloween? Put on a costume and come out for a silent disco party at Fall City. There will be headphones available playing three channels of toe-tapping tunes. This concludes excerpts from Wednesday's Leo Weekly. I'm Bruce Holzman. On behalf of everyone here at Radio I, thank you for listening. And in the words of the late great Sergeant Phil Esterhouse, let's be careful out there. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.